Now there's the uh, you know, question of understanding what's missing from our lives, you know, uh, as individuals. You know, uh, you know, you know, the absence of a base of mikdash. You know what? You know, uh, said that you know, for shleimus, you know, perfection of the world. That's uh, you know, so that that's missing. You know, but uh, how does that, uh, you know? You know, affect me as an individual. I mean, everyone they ask him after 120 years. That's one of the things. The first things they ask you is see peace of Yeshua, right? <laughs> so, you know, the Rambam gives a a din of apikarsin. The Rosh Hilchesmol says anyone's anyone's not mechakel also anyone's not awaiting Mashiach. Now, of course, uh, you know, we spoke about this in the White Shul uh, last Thursday night. I sent out the audio that uh, you know. The, uh, what the Rashiba, Yaakov Weinberg, used to teach it to mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, you expect Mashiach as in, you know, you, know, you have an appointment and you're at the street corner waiting for him. You know, that, that's modern Hebrew, that lechanim chakelcha means I'm waiting for you. You know, chikisi, like the Pasuk says, vechikisi lahashem, right, in, in biblical Hebrew just means, you know, it means yearning, hope, you know, wanting. Yeah, so it doesn't mean just um, to understand, you know, when you come to this understanding, you're not bothered by the kasha that they attribute to the briskarov, that all right, it's, it's an unfortunate time of the Baal Yo, that Mashiach doesn't come on Shabbos, right? All right but I, the Rambam Paskins, you have to be awaiting Mashiach uh, constantly. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, the same people that bring down at the briskarov found it's difficult, you know, say in his name that I'm going to wait for Mashiach on Shabbos. And he's going to explain that ton of the Baal Yo to me, or what it means. Yo, he doesn't come on Shabbos. Yeah, so, but there's only Piesh Mord. It's not in writing anywhere. But yeah, you know, since I saw, you know, you know, uh, Rosh Hashiva said, "Build whole Shurim on this supposed." Yeah, Rosh Hashiva says it doesn't mean that you expect him to come. It means you have to be perpetually missing him, feeling that he's missing from your life. And then, of course, it's Shach to Shabbos also. You know, he's missing from your life. Uh, I think Ramosha once told us in Shir that the uh, it was uh, uh, was a late uh, Shabbos afternoon. They had just done Mincha and Radin, uh, and the Chavetz Chaim were waiting for him to give the signal to start Kabbal Shabbos. Chavetz Chaim was like, uh, "Sorry, that thing." Uh huh. it. Yes. Just uh, maybe short pocket so it doesn't melt. Oh, right. <laughs> That's the best one. It has Tylenol also. That's exactly what you just asked before. Anybody have caffeine and Tylenol? Unbelievable. Look at that. Anyway. Got to end to the list. There you go. Chesed just goes around. It's amazing. Anyway, I'll say a shit. The. Uh, what? <laughs> Look at that. Schosim, <laughs> schosim. The hefek of sinas chinam, right? Anyway, so the uh, it tells that the uh, the Chavetz Chaim was not giving the signal to go kabbal shops. No one knew why. He was like uh, looking out the window. So the Moshe Landinsky, or Shiva and Radin, you know, he figured the whole thing. I said, someone tell the Chavetz Chaim. He's not coming anymore. Forget him. He's mm-hmm. not coming. He didn't want to be Makabal Shabbos. The Mashiach doesn't come. Let's mm-hmm. tell him. He's not coming. <laughs> I'll explain it to him. He's not coming anymore. Right. 
Yeah, so, okay, but going back to it, you know, so it's halacha mefureshes, yeah, and you get asked about this in Shemayim, right? Were you, you know, was Mashiach missing to you? Were you always looking forward to Yeshua? Just like when you're in pain, you're always looking forward to getting out of pain, right? Yeah, so, so you have to try to understand, you know, what, what's missing f- from our lives as, you know, uh, you know, as a community and as individuals, you know, that we should uh, understand the yearning that we're supposed to, uh, supposed to feel. Right, well, I asked this kasha to, or years ago, as a Bokhar Neisho to Yaakov Weinberg, I said, how should Tisha B'Av be viewed as a uh, personal tragedy? Uh, we're walking, so it wasn't, uh, he, he didn't have, it wasn't the time to be marich, and he just said, it doesn't bother you that you can't bring a carbon? Right? If you do, I'll be choking. You can't. Because, uh, so what he meant to say was makatzer, but uh, you know the Rishonim write by the kavan of korbanos, uh, aside from the, the mystical, but more on the pshat. You know what's happening to the animal really should be happening to you, and the animal is taking your place, which means in the absence of having korbanos, you know, so all these chil shabbos peshogegs. Uh, add up that, you know, now you need uh, human sacrifice, you know, there's because there's nothing to wash away the contamination that builds up. You don't have the, you know, the ability of the carbon to be mechaper. The word kapar, Rashi says, in the really means to wash, a chaperponov. Right, it's nothing to wash away, so contamination builds up, and, and that's, of course, uh, one aspect, you know, that Roshiva just said off the, the top of uh, his head when I asked him, that, you know, you have to realize you don't have carbonus to clean up you know, so that, that's why there's, you know, all the people get sick, you know, and even at a young age, and there's a lot of, you know, all this contamination get, doesn't get washed away. And that's for sure one aspect, you know, but uh, that doesn't, that, that's, not, that's not the whole of Tisha B'av because that already deals with Shivas HaBetamas. On Shivas HaBetamas, Putalatamid, Korbanas stopped then also. Uh, you can have a situation where you don't have Korbanas and still you have the bias. And that was the situation from, you know, Shivasavatamas until, you know, Tishabov, they had a bias that wasn't functioning without Sidrea Carbonus, which means that, you know, losing the, uh, the, uh, the goes above and beyond not having Carbonus, right? That, you know, Shivasavatamas is not the Ikravels, just the start. The Ikravels when we lost the house itself. So there's a function of, you know, having the house. Even without carbonus, that, that gives it, you know, that, uh, that having it even without carbonus is worth something, and not having it at all is, you know, is what we say is what is the final trigger, right, that, uh, that sends us off into goals. Right, so the, uh, there's a, you know, throughout, you know, Chumash, right, what the Torah refers to, right, uh, the Makamah Mikdash, right? So it calls it Hamakam Ashiv Harashem, right? The place that Hashem will choose, right? The Shakain Shmo Shon, to put his name there. That, that's how, that, that's Tag Doravit, you know, from Matan Torah already. Immediately after Matan Torah, uh, the Pusuk says, after he says, you know, so build the, uh, you know, build my Mizbeach, you know, out of Avonim, call Makam Asher Azkir Es Shmi, Avoy Lecha Birachtika. Right? The place where Hashem puts His name, it's you know, and uh, and, and and always the uh, the Mephorshim, you know, have that posit- they have that uh, in mind. Like Vikuli Truma says, Rashi Li 
Lishmi, for my name. Right. It's a place, you know, of the divine name. So now there is a, uh, there's a famous halacha, right, that, that, that uh, is learned out from there, right, that, the, uh, that you could say the name Havaya as it is, as it's spelled, only in the Beis HaMikdash, right, uh, the Kohan, the Kohen on Yom Kippur, the Kohan in Vinyar Duchening, you know, and uh, until they started uh, hiding it, you know, uh, so people shouldn't hear, you know, how it should be properly pronounced. Uh, so that, that's, like, that's, that's the definition, you know, the place of the name, right? right? Uh, and, and then, you know, uh, after that, you know, it, it gets, you know, later in Tanakh, it starts being called, you know, a bias, you know? But the, uh, its original Torah definition is the place of the divine name. So I hope this is Mutram Tishabab, right? We, t- we take a brief survey of what the, what the idea of Shem Shemayim means, right? So we have two interesting Mishnayas and Ovis, right? Uh, both in the same parak, right? So we say, Machlokas L'Shem Shemayim, Sofalis Kayim, right? So it's like, you know, the, the Machogas that's Lushem Shemaim will endure forever. And then in, in, in a similar vein, the same bird says, Knesia Shehi Lushem Shemaim, right? Sophiliskaim. And that's seemingly so. So, what is talking about in academia? The other one's talking about, you know, uh, any type of, you know, any type of assembly, as we've done, Lushem Shemaim, then Sophiliskaim, right? And then we also have something in the regarding the individual. Kol ma'asecha yiyu l'shem shamayim. Everything you do has to be l'shem shamayim. You know, so, so what is it about shem shamayim that it does? Uh, first, we'll talk about you know the knesia and the machlokes. That if you think about it, there's these two mishnahs are talking about opposites, right? Shem shamayim does two opposite things, right? So machlokas means that Beis Shammai and Beis are going to learn those two shitas forever because it's a machlokas Hashem Shammai. Right? And that's machlokas, divergence. Right? And then there's knesia. You pull things together. And if it's Hashem Shammai, it endures. Right? As far as Hashem Shammai, does it separate or does it, uh, does it cause things to coalesce? Right? Right? So the answer is an amazing thing. It does both because there's two things required for the cosmic balance. Right? The Dreborshim uh, created an amazing world that has tremendous uh, forces in it, and these forces right, cannot coexist at the same place at the same time, like fire and water, right? for instance. Right? The uh, prime example. You know, and then there may other forces like that that you know uh, everything has to stay in its proper, you know, its proper area, right? You can't have them go out of their gavul. If they go out of gavul, the world will be nechraf, right? So it comes out that you know, uh, and this tomorrow explains. Machlokas l'shem shemay means that everything is going to stay, you know, in its gavul, right? And, and, and this is the greatness of our creator, right? This is the answer to, uh, to idol worship, right? Because, you know, the idol worshipers, you know, they, uh, they, they, they believe in many gods because there are a lot of forces in nature that can't be reconciled, right? Can't imagine one god does mut- the mutually exclusive. So it should be a fire god, it should be a water god, it can't be, uh, 
and I'll throw in how did people choose their avodah They choose by whatever their parnasa is. So a guy needs fire for his parnasa, so he worshiped the fire. God, God needs water for his parnasa, he worshiped the water god. You know, and then they, they believe that uh, and their ups and downs because their god is at war with the other gods. Right? So the godless of Judaism, right, one god for all, is that one god can create things even the mutually exclusive. Right? Truth is, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing that is the glory of the creator right, is that he created evil. Right? He created an opposite to himself. Right? Yotzer vore choshech ose shalom ubore ra Ani Hashem Kolela, says the Navi. Right? You know, that the Rebbe could, you know, he can make anything, and there could really truly be one God, and one God for all, even for the opposing forces. Right? And that's the greatness of the Creator. Right? But, you know, that, that these forces should be able to endure, and Rebbe should show off right, his greatness. They could do all these different things. Everything has to stay in its full. But that's for his, that's for his glory. That is for his glory. Right. You know, that, uh, that, that, that shows his koach called Elohim. Elohim. So Kaidur the Zohar says, Hateva is Gematra Elohim. Right? In nature, they have all these contradictory forces. You know? and, uh, and one God created them all. He is Bala Kochos Kulam. Right? That's amazing. So everything has to stay in its, in its, in its getter, right? uh, because if you allow them to mix, they'll neutralize each other. And then you won't have that glorification. So it's machlokes, l'shem shemayim, right? He is glorified by having this, uh, you know, uh, things in there, each one its own gvul, right? <clears throat> but then you have the reverse problem, right? If everything stays in its gvul, what's to stop every force just flying off in its own direction? What holds the universe together? And this is something that in physics they haven't resolved yet. They have this theory called dark matter, that most of what we, most of what's out there we can't see, because there, there's no explanation what holds the world together. You know the gravity between planets, you know, they're so far apart, it's so dilute. What's stopping everything? It's like, you know, everything flying away in its own, uh, you know, is as a, like the, the koach to hold everything baachtos, right, and it should be one universe. Everything in its gvul and everything. So that's knesia l'shem shemaim, right? Then gather that also shem shemaim does the other peula, and, and 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 you understand that that's the other side of the equation. One God could do anything, even create opposites, but it's also that one God is going to be king over everything, and that's knesia l'shem shemaim, and that's the secret of cosmic unity, right? The uh, so the ones that uh, that were made on this sod but they wanted shame without shame shemaim. They wanted a unifying cause. But not for cause, that was the Dora Flava. They made that tower. And if you look, you know, the, the Ishbitzer points out that tower was an evil twin to the base of Mikdash and Yerushalayim. Everything about it was the opposite. They built the base of Mikdash on a mountain. They built this in a bicker, right? In a, uh, in a uh, you know, in a valley, right? Because they, so it says, you know, in the prelude, right, to the whole story of the, uh, of the uh, Dora Flaga, that they started discovering brick making, right? The Chebar and the other, they, they learned how to pull things together, brickwork, make bricks and then lay bricks, right? And then they say, Nase Lonu Shame, right? They, they were looking for, you know, a, a unifying cause, 
right? You know, uh, in Marxism, it's called the state, right? right? They wanted to bring things together, you know, because they didn't want the world to, uh, you know, collapse again like it did by the Mabu. And they thought that they could tap into the power of Achdus, right? Uh, but without serving Hashem. It's an asal of shame, right? Pen nofuts, lest we disperse. But shame, not without shame, Shemai. And that's why they built it in a valley. They were trying to siphon, you know, they didn't want to worship Hashem. They didn't want to go up. They didn't want to go up. They wanted to siphon, right, the power of Achdus and harness it, you know, for their own purposes, you know, for the purpose of the, the state. Uh, <clears throat> right? You know, and so that, that's the amazing thing that, you know, that, that uh, you know, that, you know, the, uh, you know, the base of this, going back to what Chazal tell us, that, you know, the, uh, that the, the Mokum HaMittosh is the central place on the globe. It's point center, right? That's where Shem Shemaim is. It's really what's holding the world together, right? It's really what's holding the world together in, in two ways. It, it, it enables the individuality of everything, individuality and unity. And that's why it's by no coincidence, you know, Lost in love. So we, we one of the one of the things that we're yearning for is world peace. Right? And so it's not like two separate things. It'll be a base of Mikdash on Earth, and then all the different nations, you know, all going to Nalo, Beisel, Kayakov. They'll also visit the Makom Mikdash, particularly in Chag Asukas. These aren't two disjointed things, right? The reason why there, there's so much war and there's discord and, and even, even people who you think are similar enough that you should be able to get along don't get along is because Shem Shemaim, which is the central hub that's holding everything together, is missing. Right? That's, that's like the hole that, that, uh, that's supposed to be the, uh, the thing that keeps everything in its proper gvul. Right? That no one, you know, should, no one should ever want more than whatever his God-given country is. So you stay in your boundary, and yet you cooperate for big idealistic projects. Yushalayim makes that. Right? The Makkum Mikdash makes that. And it's called that the, the central hub of the world has been punched out. And that's without, you know, what's been happening ever since. So now we, the Jews, who are directly connected to that hub. So because it got punched out, we got dispersed. Because we're directly in that hub that got pushed out of place. The other nations, they are in their natural places, right? But they also want to, you know, there's nothing to keep them there. There's nothing to keep them there anymore. So they're in their natural places, but they also go to war. But it's more than that. They want to grab that vacancy of point center. That's when they, uh, and that's why you know, the whole world is involved and fighting over it. So, because anyone who has that place has the whole world. That, that's point center. And, and that's, you know, and, and, and theologically, that's all these, you know, you know, world, new world orders that they talk about and uh, we're suffering from today with the progressives, the squad, right? They want, you know, they, everyone wants to remake the world. Right, really make the world. What was that call? What you want? Like, what's their havamina? Because there's a vacancy in point center of reality, and everything lefisha temporarily could like jump into that position, and that's when you have this mass hysteria that grips the whole world. But of course, they don't belong there, so it fades away, and then something else jumps into that 
whole. Right? Right? And and that's why Chazal talk about, you know, that Gemara and Saita, that ever since since Chorban Abbas, the fruits don't taste the same. Nothing tastes the same. Right? Every day, you know, the clothes more than uh, than the day before, right? Because you know the the uh, the distribution of energy and and the exchange of resources, you know, between the different forces on the globe is not properly controlled, right? The you know, borders are you know eradicated, you know, uh, so there's there's uh, you know, you know, like a liberal bathroom, right? Yeah, there's no you know anything goes there. You know, the borders are eradicated, and there's and there's and also proper unity, proper unity, L'shev Shemai, you know, also doesn't exist, right? So now, so now we, we, we bring it back to the individual. We said there's another Mishnah in the parak before Dregos. Kol ma'asecha yiyu L'shev Shemai, right? There's something, you know, particularly about, you know, uh, the human being. This is a well understood, al pi the in Shar Aleph, that it goes on to explain that which we're called Selim Elokim, right? You know, that man is called the divine image, and 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 and, and Chaim says Elokim Dafka, not Selim Havaya, right? Elokim is the name. The kavan of that shame is that Kodesh owns all these different forces; they all belong to him. And Shem Shemayim is the thing that's all focused at that keeps all these forces in check and working together in check. When that's the proper thing, working together, when that's the proper thing, the Adam is that way, right? The Adam has in him every single force that exists in reality. That's the secret of cult, Samuel Kim. You know, you know, a lion is only a lion, right? A deer is only a deer. An eagle is only an eagle. Yet uh, another mission of this, Yudah Ben Tema says, you have to be Kal Kanesher, Az Kenander, Ratz Kitzvi, Gibor Ka'arim. You're supposed to have every single good meter that there is. We're a walking microcosm, right, of, uh, you know, of, of the universe itself, right? That's why it says, you know, the first say, nasa odom, plural, right? If you want to break down what's the world made out of, it's made out of in, in two major categories, Oretz and Shemaim, you know, the, the earthly and the heavenly, and Yodom has a goof from the earthly and then the Shema from the heavenly, right? Right? <coughs> So the truth is, you know, Asid Lovo, you know, the Navi says something. You know, Vesati Mishkani Besochachem. Right? The Navi Yecheskel says, which should ring familiar to the original Posset, Vasui Bitash Veshachanti Besocham. Really, the truth is, the man could have been the walking base, Amisro, could have been the walking base of Mikdash. That, you know, that, you know, we, maybe we'd have, you know, it's a Machokas Rishonim. What would it be if not for Chet Egel? But perhaps, let's say, there would have been a place, a designated place to do karbans, shouldn't do karbans just anywhere, right? But the Shechina would be everywhere, right? On Yidin, the Shechina would be on Yidin, not in a carded off area. The problem is that Chet Egel contaminated our Tzelen, right? And, you know, uh, and because it's like, it's like uh, you, know, you know, we're Tomei, you know, well, we have our tumma of the Eight Sahara that infiltrates, and it's a corruption in our tzelem, right? So the base of Mikdash had to be like the pure tzelem. And it's an amazing thing, you know, the, uh, the Ramor wrote a whole book on this called the Torah Sa'ola, and, uh, you know, that, uh, and, and it's based on the Midrashim and on Zohar, that there's two things in the base of Mikdash. You could find something, you know, it's based on Medrashim, Parashat Kudai, 
there is nothing in the base marriage that doesn't represent one of the cosmic forces. If you wanted a mini model of reality, right, right, the base of Mikdash has a representation of every force that God created, earthly and heavenly, right, and that's why you know that it's like point center, it's like the nucleus, right, and you know, and the it's a, you know, it's like the nucleus of reality, and the rest of the world is you know you know just playing out that DNA. That's you know, that's the sort of Evan Shasia, Shemisham Hu Shasa Olam. Over there, the whole world expanded from there. Right? But there's another thing that the base of Mishra can get, the Odom. And this is also in the Zohar. And it's in the Rishonim. And this is this, the Rishonim, even though the Rambam has a, there's a letter treated to the Rambam to his son, but it's also the Kuzri correlating everything in the base of Mishra to the human form. Like the Oro had the Luchas, which looked like a heart. Right on top is the Kruvin, like the lungs, and 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 the list goes on and on and on. It's his arm, Parshas Truma, you know, and uh, I believe, you know, you'll see the Malbim over there and uh, Rimzei Mishkan, Kuzri, my you know, this is you know uh, the uh, you know the, the cosmic unity that that you know everything finds it, it's it's particular place. That's also the you know. Uh, the uh, the verb, you know, binyan habayis. We dive and you know, we, we, we don't just ask. We should, you know, so I said, kavon of tefila. They should have every single day. Bonei Yerushalayim, bonei Yerushalayim. Hashem is going right. Kiat Hashem beitz beitz atasi levnosa. Build, build. We always dive and build. Let's, say, let's just have. Let's just have a base of it. Let's just have it. You know, you find in all the nevuos and all the tefilas. We done for binyan. binyan. Why can't we just come ready made, ordered from IKEA, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, right? Let's just have. Uh, no, not have. Build, right? Because you know, because the ikritik one of the base is the building. Because how how you align the pieces, you know, to make the connected that cosmically, every cosmic force is going in its rightful place. The ikritik one is in the binyan, because that's what has the. Cosmic repercussions that as you move something there, its counterpart in, in the big picture also gets to its proper place. Right? That's why we want Binyan Yerushalayim, Binyan, to build it. Because the Tikkun is in the building. Because right? uh, it's in that act of building that the whole thing has cosmic replic- vibes that affect the rest of, uh, the rest of reality. That's uh, uh, yeah? So now the, uh, you know, so it's important to point out, you know, the, uh, the, uh, there's a, the, another parallel, another parallel to the base of is Torah. And we say, Right? So now the uh, and now with that pasuk kol makom asher askir shmi avodach b'rachticha chazal darshan that pasuk on one guy who's learning Torah, the shechina's with him. Because the Torah is also called shemosav shal kodesh baruch and with this you can get a, like a, more of a tam. God forgive us, we don't know if we do this. So I was mentioning about right. You know what it says? Alti kreib banayich ella bo nayich. That talmidei chacham are called builders. They're called builders. As, uh, that you know, it's uh, not just that you know thing that we say at the end of Enkelkenu, that turning the bell, yo, right? The uh, no, uh, the Amrulos Amrul Chanina, right? But it's also another Gemara 
that uh, you know the uh, you know a banai you know, has to have clean clothes. Banai is tamri chom sheoskim bebinyano shel olam, right? You know, that there's uh, you know the tremendous tikkun of Torah that you know that it, it, it it's all we have left in lieu of the base of nature. Otherwise, the world would have destructed already, right? The one thing that's keeping the world in check, right? The world that's keeping the world in check is limud Torah, but not just stam limud Torah, but you know the fact that limud Torah is so hard, and you know and there's like you know you can't just find a psaq. You have to build. It has to be constructed. There's a binion, right? You have to bring a raya, and you have to also push out false, you know, habamidus. It's a whole concert. It's a binion, right? Because that's the big tikkun that limud Torah be'iyon ba'amelus of finding the halacha. The process is not uh, just uh, it's not an occupational hazard or necessary evil. There's a big tikkun in that. It has cosmic repercussions of putting the good matter together and pushing the bad matter, you know. The things aside, being you know, you know, being medama milsa is like knesiel l'shem shemayim, and being saying a chiluk between two things that don't belong together, that's like machlokas l'shem shemayim, and has cosmic repercussions. It's marsh the one thing that's been keeping the world going, you know, since the base of interest was nechra, right? These daud amishalacha, right? And that's that's called binyan, right? Right. But now, now you bring it all back to the individual, right? To uh, you know, you know, because uh, it's particularly uh, difficult. You see, in, in in our day and age, right? You know, uh, over the years, you know, I've you know, I've asked me, you know, this thing about you know, mourning the base hamikdash, you know, what's missing from my life, you know, you know, I've. Workshop yeah, this day and age, you know, Avraham are comfortable. They're like Adam Rish and Kodam Machet. They don't work. You know, the uh, you know someone else has to, but not them, right? You know, what's missing from my life? You know, we learn Torah. You know, and uh, and the Parnassah is good. You know, and, and life is comfortable. You know, uh, you know so the uh, <coughs> you know uh, <laughs> so it used to be easier. You know, because you know, there, there was there was terrible poverty and there's. Uh, it is terrible gzeris. Now, we shouldn't get too overconfident that that's over with. There are always respits in our history. You know, it's been only 70 years since Holocaust. Of course, there were always breaks along the way. Otherwise, they would have never rebuilt Keilis, obviously. So we shouldn't get, shouldn't get overconfident, right? But, but, uh, but based on what we're saying, we can understand what's missing from our lives, ubefrat in this day and age. Right, that, that we don't have a base of mikdash on earth. So now, talking about how you know, the, the Adam is made up of you know, so many you know, forces. You're a tzalem, right? tzalem. You have everything in reality. So is, is it a pell why people are ADD? You have all these different kaychas that pull in their own direction. Right? It's not... It, it, uh, the average person... The average person, if he doesn't have his own internal base on mikdash, right, should be should be anything between ADD and downright insane. No, we could no, because really, you know, you say so. We talk about l'shevach, how everything that you do, you know, uh, you know, affects the cosmos because you have a little bit of everything in the cosmos inside of you. We have to look at, you know, what does it do for the individual, right? It could make a person insane, right? So now. You know, and now, so that, that's also, you know, the, the, the concept of Tselem Elohim is not just that you have all those pieces, but you also have the framework to keep it in its proper order. 
So here's an amazing thing. You know, uh, you know the uh, together with the the uh, the fear of evolution that man is just a monkey, right? It 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 you know as that caught on, right? Something else caught on. You know, the field of psychology, psychoanalysts, you know, Freud. It all happened in the same time, and the one is very much predicated on the other, right? You know, they, and they, these are things that we have, you know, from when we were reptiles. These are things that we have from the time that we were monkeys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you know so the truth is like this. You know, I asked Marshiva once, you know, this whole psychology thing, it's 200 years, less than 20 years old. How did humanity survive before, you know, 200 years, before Freud? You know, aside from the fact that there wasn't another way to make a living, right? You know, be a psychologist and a life coach. Aside from that, you know, they didn't have that parnasa, right? But, you know, I, you know, you guys need more, more torpedoes. You guys need more torpedoes you know? <laughs> anyway, the, anyway, the, uh, right, aside from, uh, you know, how did humanity survive? You know, but, you know, so, you know, so you have these guys who had this great parnasa, but, you know, you know, how did people survive? So he told me, not in so many words, because people believed in their tzalim elokim. They believed, you know, that they have a, uh, that in the image of God, right? They believe something in, you know, the godless of the Adam, and that gives strength to manage, right? When you lose confidence, you know, in, in, uh, in your being an Adam, you're just a behemoth, right? So why should you be shalit over all these impulses? Is that what psychology teaches classically? You're not going to be happy till you give, let these impulses out, let the animal out. When people had more belief in their tzalim al-kim, so just that emuna and tzalim al-kim helps to manage, you know, the internal orchestra, you know, that you know, the symphony that's going on inside, and keep everything in place. And you can start understanding what Chazal meant prophetically. The Rambam says that is a line in Pirkei Avos that proves that Chazal had Ruach HaKadosh. Rambam writes about that line. Kol ma'asecha yiyu l'shem shemaim. That shem shemaim is your inner Beis HaMikdash. Right? That kol ma'asecha, all the different things that you do, all the different impulses that you have, could unite around. You know, with shem shemaim, all the kochos hanefesh could find its proper place. Right, and uh, and 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 you know, not swamp each other, and then work together for a constructive purpose. Right, everyone complains about stress. Everyone complains about stress. Right, so and this is a question. The studies don't understand it. That you know, our forefathers that didn't have all these machines that make life easier for us had to do laundry by hand. And they didn't have you know, the same stress I was complaining about. And they don't understand it. Where is all the stress coming from if life is so much, you know, on paper, is so much easier? Because right? the power of the tzalim is going down. Right? You know, the, uh, because you know, the, you know, what is you know, the, uh, the makam ha-mikdash in the individual, right? So Chazal alluded to that, you know, particularly the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Yechaven libo keneged beis kodesh hakadoshim. Right. So the Svarim say the Nefesh Chaim brings it, right? That the, uh, the the heart in the human being, meaning what's you know, that that's your personal kodesh hakadoshim. 
So now, of course, you know, we were exposed to these ideas in a Musar Dikka way that just scares the hell out of us, right? That, you know, what Dev Shaim writes for them, Perak that have one bad thought in your heart, you know, but like Znus in your heart is worse than what teachers did taking a zone in Kodesh HaKadoshim because we're tapped in to the cosmic and he's not because he's a guy, right? But we also understand something else, you know, some that the, uh, you know, uh, when there was a heart, a Yiddish heart, you know, your, your own personal Kodesh HaKadoshim, right? And there was some, some sense of, you know, you're having your own internal base HaMikdash, right? So that's when things were, you know, so two things. First of all, that's when there was emuna, emuna, emuna is a form of, Rashaim writes in Shardar, emuna is a form of Hashra Sashchina. This emuna, we're not talking about emuna, yeah, I believe, so we're talking about emuna, this type of emuna, that even simple Jews are willing to be Moser Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem, that, that's divine power. That, that's, that's, that's serious. So Rashaim says, that is the Bechinas Hashra Sashchina that there is inside of a Jew, as it were, what's left of your being a walking base on Mikdash, and your heart is a, your own Karsha Kadashim, the Emunah Belev is that's your Pchina Sashro Sashchina. Now he, he, the Nefshachayim, ties it to what we said before, right, Talmud Torah, that the only way to have that Emunah is Mikoch Talmud Torah, because the only thing that's left after the base was destroyed is, you know, Limud Torah, and that causes the Ashro Sashchina, right? And if you, if you go lax in your learning, you lose your amuna, right? You know, and, and that, that's another problem that we have, that if, if, we, if we learn in a lackadaisical way, then we rely on the art scroll to do the learning for us. We're not really doing the binyan that we spoke about, not doing that because there's a big tikkun in that, and also not being invested so strongly in our learning is you can't expect your learning to be, be, be super, you know, spiritually turbocharged to have that effect on you if you didn't work too hard at it, right? And you didn't really put your whole mind invested. You weren't totally invested in it, right? So, so the, the lack of base Mishra really affects us that when there was a base Mishra on earth and everyone could see the Shekhinah, so it was Mechazek the Amuna, we have to compensate for that, you know, double time with Limud Torah, right? And because if there'll be a base mission on earth, you know, not only would we have a Muna, the whole humanity will have a Muna at that time, right? And, and, and that's why it'll have a ripple effect that everyone will just want to do the right thing, right? So in, in the absence of base mission, we have to work harder, right? With Lima Natara to supplement, put in Muna. But, you know, that's, but that's, that's the thing. Well, you know, it, uh, just a few Doris ago, there was more Emuna in the world. There's more faith in the concept of Tzalem Elohim. And as a result, there was less mental illness. Right? So now, now, now take a look. We said that Chorban Abayas is the shot that you punch out point center. So there's a hole at point center, and everyone wants to get in there, Lafisha. And, and that's what causes, that is the metaphysical explanation for mass hysteria. Mass hysteria is the side that something cosmically, even not physically, but something cosmically got there into point center. Right? And, and the whole world got whipped up in that Meshigas. Right? That's the metaphysical Hezbo of it. You know, so for, in our days, not so hard to understand. You know, you can't criticize any Arab. You know, you're Ismophobe, right? Whatever you call it. And they're, they're there on Harabais, right? Even though the liberals that stick up for them, they're, they're the opposite of anything a liberal stands for and the way they treat women and the way they treat, you know, the Fegelach, et cetera, et cetera, you know. But still, uh, no, and it, it's at least we understand it because they're mamish there. They're mamish at point center, 
right? So as they're in the driver's seat of the world hysteria, right? But, but, but let's talk about the individual, right? The, the mind generates crazy thoughts, right? You know, the mind is constantly at work. That's why at night you dream. The mind is always working. There's a certain amount of thoughts that are rational. There are a certain amount of thoughts that are mamish, halig, you know, uh, kedusha. There's other that are chulin, but they're rational. And then the mind, all by itself, you know, it just cranks away, you know, response to stimulus and churns out thoughts. Like your mind really is cranking out conspiracy theory after conspiracy all the time. Now, the thing is that you have an internal structure, I mean, healthy people have an internal structure that at point center of your consciousness and, and personality, you only let the good thoughts in there, right? You only let the good thoughts in there, and, you know, and, and the, the things are a little bit less on, on the periphery, and the stuff that's mamish insane is on the outer, outer periphery. And if you could keep things on the outer, outer periphery, you might not even be conscious of those crazy thoughts. You know, if, yeah. but, but it means you have internal structure, you have your strong central column in place, right? And you, you, uh, and you only let you know, good thoughts in there, and you know, stuff stays periphery. So everyone's got mishigas in their head, right? The question is, does it make it to point center or not? Right? So now, mental illness has increased in the last 200 years, and, and as li- you make life easier, make life easier, but still everyone's more stressed out and more mentally ill, right? You know, <laughs> because there's no point center. The point center is just a, is a vacuum and any crazy thought can get in there. So in, in the cloud, it's, you know, it's leftism, right? It's to be a leftist, right? Individual, it's mental illness. Right? And that's what Chazal taught. We have to restore the Shem Shemaim to its proper place, right? You know, because the individual cannot be truly emotionally and psychologically healthy without Hashra Sashrina. Now the easiest way to have it, you know, or to have it Bishlamus is that if there's Hashra Shina at point center of the cosmos in the individual also, it'll resonate, resonate, right? And you'll have your point center, what they call your your true north. Right? In the absence of base amygdala, right? The uh, yeah, we're so we have nothing to hold, you know, keep our lives together, you know, in a in a positive way. That what has to kept, you know, kept big vul is big vul, you know, whatever has to be, you know, uh, work together should be pulled together. We are uh, we're, we're missing that thing. That's why you know a, a lot of uh, there's a lot of good intentions that don't come to fruition, right? And there's a lot of stress that shouldn't exist in the first place, right? Because what makes Seder for us, you know, cosmically and inside the individual, that's what's missing with the Makamah Mikdash, right? And, and that's, and, but, you know, the, 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 but to, finally, you know, to finally bring it all home, right? You know, again, it's, it's a problem that we have in this door, more than the doors that came before us, together with all the mentors, is like the, what they call the disconnected, the disaffected youth, right? Can't find a connection, can't find a connection. You know, but what, we put them in school, we spend a heck of a lot of money on tuition, right? Uh, and, and, and we buy them all these gifts, so they, they shouldn't have any timeless on us that we're bad parents, right? <laughs> right? Every, bend over backwards, and there's still no connection. Right? There's a lot of information. Right? They, 
you know, our kids are amazingly I'm amazed what the kids today know. You know, I didn't know that until I was 18. These times, you know, I'm talking about terror. You know, the, you know, it's a tremendous amount of information, right? Because it doesn't find its way into point center. That's why point center, your central column, that that goes all the way. You know, that is mavriach min Your central column, that its upper tip is shemaim, connected to God, goes right down to the central core of your neshamas through the central core of your personality. And that's what's supposed to give you emuna, bitachon, and das. Das is all about how to weigh out the situation correctly. And that's why we spoke about this. And uh, the mimer we gave just a few days ago, New York's have diary, why the basement is called das. Kol mi she'esh bo das, kilu libne beis ha-mitosh biyama. Kol mi she'ein bo das, l'sof golem in kol. It's sort of a pasuk. Lachein gole ami below das. You read in Eicha, right? Das is the ability to weigh out a situation correctly. Everything we spoke about, putting everything in its proper gvul, and yet bringing things together when it's the right time, that pu'ula is called das. That's why you find an interesting thing about das. It performs two different functions. Why do we make havdalon chonein das? In main das, havdalon it's the capacity to be machalik when it's the right thing. Right? And it's also the capacity to bring things together like ka'odam yoda, like to know in biblical sense, right? That's das. The base major, that's why, based on what we say, you can understand why it's called the makam of das, because shem shemayim, you know, is machalik between things that don't belong together, and it's a makar of things that do belong together, and that should be part of the, the autumn central column. Emuna, and then further down the column is Bitachon, further down the column is Das. And then the part of it is, you know, that, and, and that central column, your personal base, Amitosh, that is the part of you that's connected to God. Right? And is Yonik from there, like the base Amitosh, it's the portal to heaven, Shara Shemayim. That central column, your personal base, Kotche when it's aligned, you have Emuna, you have Bitachon, you have Das. Right? And you have a connection to Akkadosh Baruch Hu. Right? In the absence of it, you have none of it. Not real Emuna. You may talk about Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is what is that will be your conservative talking point. You'll talk about God. It'll be, you know, we have a lot of talking points, right? Judaism has become one big talking point. You know, as, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, so we talk, you know, we're, we're talking more. It's just the perfect way to say it. It's just, it's all about talk. So we get excited about it. So what we do, but we get excited about it. We talk about it, right? right that, that, that Judaism should not be a talking point. But it should be, you know, mamish omok in the lev, and everything that you say, you shouldn't just say, but you should actually feel. You need your personal base hamikdash intact, right? You need to set that central calendar to it. Your personal kodesh hakadoshim and everything around it is like the base hamikdash arranging itself around it. When you have that, you have your emuna, you have your bitach, you have your das, and you feel your connection to a kodesh baruch You feel it. You know, the, uh, the problem is that, the, uh, you know, that, that that's what's been disrupted, and it's been most disrupted. That Nakuda, if there was some lachluchis, there was some like a little bit of a, you know, something left of the tzelm until 200 years ago, that has been what has been openly disrupted in modern life. More than, this is the problem of the modern era, right? Is the total destruction of the tzelm, right? If the tzalm was somewhat, you know, because people believed in it until, you know, 
150 years ago. Right? That is what's missing from our lives more than anything else. By the way, the material comfort may only be temporary. You know, there always were spits, like we explained. But what is missing from our lives more than any generation that came before us. And we're losing kids by the thousands. And, and, and it's this. So we sent them to the psychologist. You know, we're also trained by this kfira. That man is just a behemoth. And, you know, you know and, and don't just tell him because he's repressed. He's repressed. He's repressed. <laughs> you, know, you know, that is what we're missing. That's what we're missing. We're missing centrality to our lives. We're missing that centrality that is not just, that is the central bariach hatichon, bariach hatichon, central bar that's mavriach from Shemaim to Oretz. That is what we're missing. That's what we're missing. And, and, and if we could regain it for ourselves in our private reality, besod, what that Gemara says, kol mi das, the person might be in his private reality, but it's not going to be easy. But the world, the world's out of control. Right? I said this, you know, just a few days ago, and everyone who sees, see, the next world war is going to be the biggest balagan there ever was, because it's going to be a battle between left and right, and it's going to cut countries in half. It's going to be ish you know, you, you, you might be taking up arms against your own brother, your own cousin. The world is going to be split in left versus right. It's going to be a major, major culture conf, you know, a, a battle of world order. Which world order? Not just a country that wants a little bit more territory. Now the fight is all about, it, it's all about world order, right? You know, we're reaching the, uh, the lowest ebb, you know, where, you know, everything is being questioned. You know, things of common decency, right? And separation between genders and you know, everything we call, you know, used to be called normal. Now you're called, uh, you know, a bigot, right? <laughs> right? All these things are being questioned because Shem Shemaim has never been more missing from the world. And the fact that the Goyim are, that, you know, look how crazy the Goyim are, that's because there's no basis with the Shemaim. Because the cosmic das, the cosmic shame shemaim that it's affecting, it had a ripple effect on everything, including the psyche of the nations, is most missing now. Because if there were faint echoes of it in previous generations from when there was one on earth, those echoes have waned very much the last 20 years. I just want to quickly add that this is the disease of the leftism, the leftists in particular. The opposite of Shev Shemaim and their whole war over world order is a war against Shem Shemaim, really. The biggest war against God since the Dora Flaga. And they want to erode boundaries right? Uh, that Shem Shemaim sets up in the name of a fake unity that's really just to incite people you know, against other people. Right. But here's the thing that uh, I neglected to point out that I want to point out now. They're talking about giving away for free, for free, for free, whether it's free health care, free college tuition, free, 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 whichever one knows. <laughs> that means to steal it from someone else, steal the money for it for someone else. Legalized theft. Right, Mamish back to the door Hamabu that way. They're just going to steal from the rich, literally, to give things out for free. Right? But the, uh, and they'll decide after the rich run out of money, then they'll decide other people are rich enough to steal from. But here's the amazing thing the whole idea of giving free is anti Tselem Elohim.
It's the most basic truth in Judaism that Hashem wants to give us Olam Abba, but he, to give it for free is Nahamad Kisufa. It's, it's shameful. It's degrading. Right? And that's why we have to do mitzvahs. It's the whole Yisod of Torah and mitzvahs is that should, things shouldn't be for free. By the way, the Zohar says that a mitzvah that you got, like a lulav and esra you got for free, it's not the same, like what you spent money on. You shouldn't do things for free. You know, things should not be free. I mean, you could do chesed, but you yourself should not want anything for free. You should spend money on your mitzvahs because we were created to work and invest. And you might ask why. Is it a, for some type of psychological hang-up that we can't handle charity? No. It's because we're tzelem elokim. It's, be, it's our greatness. We are godlike. God doesn't take. God doesn't need. God gives. God creates. We're all supposed to be creators and givers. And it's an insult to our Tzalem Elohim to give us charity. Right? That's why we can't tell a charity. It's not because uh, it's not some psychological hang-up. It's, it's contrary to our Tzalem Elohim. And these leftists were waging a war on Shev Shemayim, waging a war on the Tzalem. Waging a war on law and order, waging a war on Shem Shemaim, waging a war on Selim. That is why, so apropos, they want to give, or claim that they want to give out and want, or rather, take for free. Hashem will help us that if we restore Shem Shemaim to its place, Meheri Yikaresu, Vaisal Hashem Hamlucha. And in us, it's being disconnected. <coughs> And it's all the stress and all the mental illness. And that's the real solution. It's not Ritalin. Ritalin is not going to save us. Right? It's not the Ritalin, not the torpedoes. You know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, what, what we need and what's missing most, you know, is, 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 is the Gilui Shem Shemaim, which is the point center that, you know, that if you have it, then you have. You know, you've restored the core of reality. You've restored your personal core. And you could have emuna and not just talk about emuna. Have bitachin, not just talk about bitachin. Have shikul adas of how to make sense out of life in a way that it won't stress you out. Right? And I mean, the ripple effect of, of running your affairs, kol maskil shemayim, and everything, cosmically, everything will be, you know, uh, you know everyone's going to go, you know, the, uh, you, know, you know, as the Pasuk says, az ekrasam kulam safa brura likra kulam Hashem. Ula of Doshkem Echad. Everyone's going to get together and serve him in unison. That's Likro Kulam B'Shem Hashem. Right? That's what's missing. Shem Shemaim is what's missing from our lives. And we're not going to have, you know, uh, people promise me they, they, they throw the symptoms. They don't throw the thing at itself. Say, you won't be happy unless you learn Torah. The, the point is, you won't be happy. Right? And humanity, and, and nothing will ever get settled. You know, the, real co- the, the real cosmic problem affecting the cloud and the prat is that shame shamayim is missing. Shame shamayim is missing. You have to bring it into your own heart. Right? It has to be a conscious effort to bring it in. It has to be a conscious effort to bring it in. And there also has to be, you know, to bring uh, you know, shame shamayim you know, into the world you know, with the base on Mikdash. Not going to have world peace. You know, the UN is not going to solve our problems. It just makes more problems. Right? The UN is the Migdal bubble of, you know, of this generation. Right? You know, what it's going to bring is you know, bringing shame shamayim back to our personal core and the core of reality around us. So just one last thing, an Eitzah. An Eitzah, and I'll tell a quick story. Right? The uh, this, this story is very powerful. 
right? The uh, but uh, but this there's a sefer by Talmud of Chaim Blasher called Menucha Kedusha, right? And he, he talks about that there are two mitzvahs that are nimshal to candles, you know, light, right? And that's Tyra, you know, Limud Tyra, right? Kiner Mitzvah Torah and Shabbos. He brings a few rias. He says that's, that's the beginning. You should like Shabbos candles, even though. You have the electric light, you light Shabbos candles anyway. He says, because these two mitzvahs, he says, are experiential. You know, all the other mitzvahs, right? so we believe, we believe that we're serving our Kodesh Baruch Hu, but we can't feel it. He says, there's a school in these two mitzvahs, they could be zochet to feel, right? But of course, it's talking about the, you know, the learning we said, and we're always r- ranking, that the, the, it's only the learning that you're invested in is going to cause you to feel God, right? You know, uh, the learning that you, you, you invest, you know, your mind and heart into. And if you, you read the cliff notes on the Gemara, you're not going to get there, right? Uh, but Shabbos also. Now, I mean, uh, I say this very quickly. Marashiv used to always, you know, Yaakov Marv, he's always quote from the Sefer Zikaram, from uh, the Maral's brother, Rosh of Regensburg, that uh, used to uh, say, he doesn't understand what the Gemara talks about. You're in the desert, you're traveling, you don't feel Shabbos. What do you mean? Shabbos comes, you feel it. So what if I forget what day it is? When Shabbos comes, I feel it. He says, I see from the Gemara, it's Shaykh to not feel Shabbos. It's amazing. It's only 500 years ago. Right? Rabbi Avram ben Arambam in his Hakdama to the Sefer Maspin, right, talks about that the, uh, you know, talks about that if you work with his book, he's going to teach you how to feel Shabbos. He writes that. He says, you know, just not doing Malach on Shabbos, you know, that's just not to be Machal Shabbos. You have to start working with your mind, he says, that on Shabbos you have to contemplate, think, think. What was Barshul Bore during the six days? And he rested on Shabbos. That means he's bigger than all these six things that he, these things he created in these six days. He's in a category onto his own, right? And then uh, Shabbos is a day just to think about God himself, not the things he created, how he's bigger than all the things he created during the six days. He says, and he says, and I'll take you one level further, that you're going to be in such oneg, such oneg, that you, you know, you're, you're not going to, you know, as, 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 as the Rabbein of Rome, Ben Rambam, right? You're not going to, you know, I'm going to teach you how to be in a state that on Shabbos, you just feel, you, you feel unbelievable spiritual pleasure to the point that your senses are, are overridden. You don't see the wall in front of you. Your stomach is begging for food. You don't feel it. You're in a state of spiritual ecstasy. The Karasal Shabbos, on Shabbos is your own, right? I'll teach you how to get there, he says. You know. So, so we've we got to invest, but it involves really working with the mind. We have to not just go through the motions. You know, we, the mind and heart is your personal Kodesh HaKadosh. We have to open it up. We have to start applying it to our learning, connecting it to our learning, connecting it to our Shabbos. Right? And, uh, you know, and, and, and that's, that's the pshat. Il moli yishur Because Shabbos could give you a connection to Kedusha, that's reminiscent to the base Hamikdash. If you're connected Shabbos with mind and heart, not just with body, that you don't do malacha. Your mind and heart is your personal karsha kedushim, and that's the secret we explained. That Bikesh Rebbe Lakor Tishabov, Tishabov came out on Shabbos and said, "No Tishabov this year. Shabbos could supplement for the absence of a base Hamikdash." So t- Shabbos came out on Tishabov. You don't need Tishabov that year because the hole was filled in by Shabbos, right? That's what we have to try to work on. And to work on Shabbos, to work on feeling Shabbos, right? Just the uh, Read a story where this will end off that even if a person's open to it once, once in his life, it's Kedai. 
So I read a story a few years ago. I, I don't, uh, names were changed to protect the innocent. Uh, that uh, Yeshiva Bachar, right, heard, you know, the concept of, you know, Shabbos and Moichin de Gadlus, and, and he, he worked at it very, very hard. You know, went to the mikveh of Shabbos and, you know, uh, didn't speak any divrei chulin on Shabbos. Then once, once, there was one Shabbos that, you know, he, like, like an explosion went off in his head. He was just experiencing, like, sensory overload of just from Kedusha Shabbos. Went berserk, you know. Happened to him once. Right? And it never happened again for even months afterwards. So much so they wondered if, you know, maybe the whole thing was just imagined. Right? One bad thing led to another, led to another, and he started losing time in his learning. Right? You know, dropped out of yeshiva. Right? And the, um, you know, and then he started going online. And getting involved, you know, with Friday in Eretz Yisrael, they have these groups, Hillel and others, Yimach Shemam, that really work to ensnare kids in secular, you know, pull them to become secular. Shemi Rachim. You know, and he got involved in that. And, you know, their final, the way to get the kids to finally cross the red line is a, a Friday teal. They don't say before it's going to involve Chilul Shabbos, because then uh, people would be afraid to take the step. It's like camouflage. They say it's going to be a teal, start early, we're going to do this, that. They don't mention that, you know, anyone who does the cheshbon of all the activities that they promise is going to cross into Shabbos. That, that's like how they get the guy to cross the final. You get the guy to be Mechal Shabbos, that's cut the connection. Right? You know, but of course it's, it's mixed with boys and girls, and, you know, and... Uh, the whole business. So one of the activities was late, late Friday afternoon. You know, they stop you know, at one of their places in Nature Heart. They stop by a uh, a, uh, a freshwater, um, you know, a freshwater lake of some sort. What do you call a swimming hole? You know, everyone can now take a swim. You know, you know that accelerates the process. Boys and girls swimming together. Uh, so this guy we're talking about, you know, uh, so he takes a dip, you know, with everyone else. And uh, as the story goes, he just had a thought, just a thought, you know, this thing is a kosher mikvah. It's like I'm being toivo, the covered Shabbos Gladish. And then that engine that he couldn't get a sputter out of for years started going with all turbines blazing. Shabbos. Right. That experience that he had years ago <laughs> exploded in his head. And he jumped out of that sort of boat, yeah. threw his club, and just ran and ran and ran on the highway. So he found someone, he got to a, uh, a community, spent Shabbos, to teach you. They even have that experience even once. It'll be with you. And it'll be with you, you know, when you need it the most. And that's what we have to strive for. We have to bring Hashras, Hashkina into our lives. That will be the, the soda of, you know, our personal happiness. Uh, but that also, if we do it, you know, it's up to us to first do it for ourselves as individuals, and then by ripple effect, it happens cosmically, and 